Real quick, we want to thank our newest Patreons in the Pick a Movie tier, the one where you get to pick a movie. Pretty straightforward. Yep. I would like to thank Novak Music. It's Ooh. some shitty band. Uh, it, it, it's this guy named Diego. He's supposedly my friend. He knows I don't like zombie movies. He paid $15 to make us cover a zombie movie. Uh, you're an asshole, Diego. I can't wait to not cover your movie and take your money anyway. Never heard of her. Thank you to Chris Jesse in the Turkey Soup tier. You, um, Chris Jesse, Chris Jesse. What do we have to say about Chris Jesse? Chris Jesse, you are not messy. Um, no, you are. Fair enough. You disgust me. Oh, well, okay. You piece of shit. You don't disgust me, it's okay. I'll be here for you. Thank you for giving us money! Listen to the episode. So did you guys know that if you're like really fat and you die <laughs> in like a really untimely time, um, the, your loved ones have to pay a substantial fee to <laughs> burn <substance>. your fat ass. <laughs> is yes, that, is that correct? It's called the fat fuck fee, and I, I've dealt with this firsthand. It sucks, dude. Yeah. Just, just you know what? For chop a fucking limb off if you know you're going. Yep. Spare, uh, spare the fifteen pounds. Come on. Yeah, my buddy here was telling me that. Uh, she had to pay a lot of money to bury a, a fat fuck. Well, and uh, sometimes it's it's better to chop a limb <laughs> off because you, your loved ones don't have to pay the fat fuck fee. Don't be fat. Ah! In conclusion, don't be fat. Ah! Oh, boy. So fat. I'm so fat, so stressed, need someone to rub my neck. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the spot. I like the way you work my muscle knot. <laughs> Is that a real song? Uh, Yeah, I got it from a... Oh, man, we might get sued. I got it from a Good Mythical Morning. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> don't YouTube sue me because I don't know who you are. Um, So, apparently one time I called you a fatty and you cried. Yes, uh, okay. we were talking about this. We thought we were recording. We weren't. Which I'm really stupid for because I was looking at the screen the entire time. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So you came over one day to yes, play beer pong. I do that. Like we always did. Usually do. Yeah. And Done it a uh, lot. you brought some people over that I hadn't seen in a while. Probably did. I forgot who they were. Don't know who they are. Me neither. And uh, I was like, what's up, guys? And you were like, what's up, fatty? Sounds like something I said. I cried that night. Uh, you said I haven't called you fatty in a while. Yes. That's correct. <laughs> I've moved on to better and more witty insults. Yep. Um, but at the time, fatty was a good insult, and it didn't reflect your weight. I've never noticed what well, you look like me. whatsoever, ever. Actually, you've looked the same since you were 11 in my eyes. That's but not true. you still look like an 11-year-old man to me. But I look 11 right now, probably. I have zero makeup on. Um. Regardless, I didn't think you were fat. It was just funny. <laughs> You know what's funny is I call Hayden fat all the time. All the He's time. He's not fat. All the time. <laughs> He's not fat. I called him fat so today and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's very funny. It's a very funny insult. Uh, I hope I'm not hurting him secretly. Hope he doesn't cry at night like I did when you called me fat. Uh, he might. He's a Brunson. That's true. You just said my last name. Yep. You said it before though. So. Oh, I have? Yeah, oh, okay. you said well, it before. Yeah. I hate my last name. Don't ever say it again. <laughs> so uh, welcome to True Crime Thursdays, guys. I am Caleb and I'm here with my buddy Bree. Yep, I'm back, guys. Sorry for my. Uh, oh yeah, long you haven't hiatus. been here for like two weeks. Yeah, I haven't been here. I've been. 
I forgot about that. As the young say, going through it. A see, bitch going through a lot right now. See, the thing is, I've been so. here, so I forget <laughs> who ha- who is here and isn't here because I'm always here. Yeah, no, you're, you stay here. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm here. You're just always there. Yeah, I'm just here. But yeah, uh, this um, this year is not going good for me, guys. But uh, anyways, hope no, it gets it's better. it's been kind of rough on you lately. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It, this year it's has taken, not been treating you too well. 2020 is taking a fat dump right on my fucking forehead, dude. Right on your chest. Yeah, right. That's or a, the chest. That's a titty dump. That's, that's like a- in the it, where they put it right in between the boobs <laughs> and it rests there, and you know it gets a little cold because you know. Uh, you're... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a titty it, dump. You know, it's been. Uh, it's been a titty I, dump of a year, man. I've had better years, to say the least. Maybe this is what I get for saying every year has been trash, <laughs> because this year is sincerely trash. It's Cheers bad. to that. Cheers. I'll drink to that. I'm Cheers. Gonna, I'll drink I'm to that, s- brother. I'm gonna sip my drink. Yep, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Moment of silence. Here we go. Moment of silence. Spell one out for the sick ones. Ah. And it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) And it's gone. So what are we doing today, Bri? I will be covering, uh, is it Dorothea or Dorothy spelt in a weird way? This is your case. I don't fucking know. (sighs) I've heard it said both ways. Like a bisexual? (laughs) Like a bisexual. Yeah, Continue. <laughs> I think it's Dorothea because it's spelled D. That, I don't think O-R- that's real. I think most D O R T H E A or what? Yeah. I think that's Dorothy. Well, I would like to think so. No, because you know, Dorothy is a dumb fucking name. D O R O T H Y, I think, is Dorothy. So that's maybe it is Dorothy. Dorothea. Uh, that's what I'm thinking, but Dorothy is a dumb fucking name. Sorry if your name's Dorothea, but yeah. Well, this chick probably sucks, and her name's Dorothea. Oh, yeah, so. she's, a, she's a huge puta. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, repeat yourself? She's a puta. Like a, like a puta. But Def- definition? <laughs> like a puta, but pronouncing it oh. wrong, puta. Okay, continue. I'll she's take a it. Puta. Okay. Okay. I don't oh. think anyone knew what you were saying. I don't, I don't think so either. I'm not mad about it. So, Dorothea... Her maiden name is Gray, uh, but they. <laughs> You're off to a great start. You're Sorry. off to a wonderful start. On our I, I true fucking wrote podcast. this weird. I wrote this weird. Welcome to my life. Now you know what it's like. Okay, so we're just going to call her Dorothea Puente. Dorothea Puente was a convicted American murderer. She was born in Redlands, California. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. How did you say puta? Puta. Puta? Yeah. Her name's Puente? Yeah, uh, but I'm saying she's a puta. Puta, okay. Can we call her Puente? Puente? Yeah, we can say the episode? that. Yeah, we can say that. Okay. I'm going to call her Puente or Piente. I'm going to call her Piente because she probably likes, likes pee P. on her head. How about we call her Puente? Okay. Okay. Okay, go on. Okay. She was a convicted American murderer. She was born in Redlands, California, January 9th, 1929, which is my little brother's birthday. She was born in like, Redlands? Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's well, like that's a poop. That, away from that's me. a poop of a town, and this is a poop of a person. I like that town. It has some nice spots. Continue. Okay. She was born to Trudy Yates and Je- Jesse James Gray. Both of her parents were reportedly alcoholics, and she claimed she was abused and often had to scavenge for food, like scavenge, like crawl on the floor and search for scrapings. I don't know. Do we have pictures of this? No, we don't. Doesn't sound real. Fake. Yeah. No. This. This. Like I said, she's a putin. What a shithead. Her mother worked as a sex worker, and her father was a cotton picker. 
Her father once attempted suicide right in front of her before he died of tuberculosis in 1937. <laughs> when Dorothea was- Why are you eight, laughing? Is that funny? No, you're making a little uh, little gesture over there. Oh, I don't well. know why. <laughs> it was funny. God damn, now I lost my spot. <laughs> when uh, Dorothea was eight, her mother died the following year in a car accident. It said car accident, motorcycle accident. I read a lot of different things. I'm not okay. sure. But yeah. She was then She sent- was a cyclist? That she was. Unicycle? Probably not. Okay. They did not seem like they were uh, skilled enough to ride a unicycle. I got a buddy who knows how to ride a unicycle. Yeah, we both do. We both know that guy. Good dude. He's a good dude. Watched him rip his face off once. So yeah, at the orphanage, she claimed that she was sexually abused. At the young age of 16, she married a soldier by the name of Fred McFall. McFowl? That guy sounds foul. I would hate for that to be my name. What a foul man. She's didn't seem like that was he was that bad of a guy, but okay. What a bird. <laughs> He's a bird. She had two daughters between 1946 and 1948. She sent one away with relatives in Sacramento. And the other one smells like eggs. And she sent the other one up for adoption because she smelled like eggs. This is true. <laughs> Shit. This is fact. Wait, is that why? No. <laughs> is that like was that in your research? No, it's not. I just kind of I just had a good guess. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> You said it, so it's got to be true, right? (laughs) You heard it here. She got pregnant again in 1949, but had a miscarriage. Later that same year, Fred left her. This is going great for this woman, so... She's having a year like you. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's going great, dude. Love 2020. It's a great fucking time. What year was all this? uh, 1940s? Okay. Oh, this is an older case. No, the shit happens in the 80s. But this is like her early life. Okay. Yeah. Sometime after this, she was caught forging checks and she got sentenced to a year in prison, but only served six months before getting paroled. She gets pregnant again by a man she barely knew and once again gave birth to a daughter whom she placed up for adoption yet again. Are you slut shaming? No, I'm not. I'm just saying this woman is insane. She gets pregnant and just sets these kids up for adoption. Just don't get pregnant. Dealer's choice. (laughs) Taylor's choice, I guess. Oh, God. Hey, hey, some (laughs) people choose the trash can. She chose adoption. I mean... I'll give her that. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Just like, I mean, I don't know. You see what Debbie tried to do on Shameless with the fire truck? I have not gotten to the fire station. Spoiler alert. Move on. Okay. By 1952, she marries again. This time, I wrote Swedish... This time to a Swedish man named Axel Johansson, not a real name. They had a rocky marriage for 14 years. Later, in 1960, Dorothea was arrested for owning and managing a brothel. A whorehouse, if you will. <laughs> I just thought of Neil Patrick Harris. Whorehouse. Yeah, me too. That's what I fucking thought of. <laughs> him getting shot as he's running out. <laughs> Yeah, for they, not paying they, for they, the they, 17th time even though he has money they all hated him because of his dick it was like so huge Something oh yeah like he had like yeah. the biggest dick in he had, the like, world the iron dick it was like 15 <laughs> inches long or some dumb shit like that so uh yeah she was sentenced to 90 days in sacramento county county jail sorry this bitch gets released and gets arrested yet again for vagrancy which i didn't know what the fuck that meant but basically she got arrested for being homeless Oh, so they were like, hey. It's like not a thing anymore, but they were like, hey, you don't have a home. Uh, you're under arrest. They were like, hey, poor person, here's a cell. 
Here's a cell. Take that. Here's your home. Yeah, I was. She was rough. She was sentenced to another ninety days in jail. After this, she found work as a nurse's aide, helping disabled elderly people. Soon after this, she started managing boarding homes. In nineteen sixty six, she divorced Johansson, the um, the Swedish man. I don't like the name Johansson. I really don't like that. Mm, I like Scarlett Johansson. That's fine, but any others, woman. get the fuck out. Yeah, soon after, she married a man named Roberto Puente in Mexico City. Puente. Pu- Puente, yeah. Puente. That's yes. how we were going to say it, yeah. Yes. Puente. This marriage only lasted two years. After this marriage, she took over- You know we're just over... saying it the same way? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> like it's pu- pronounced puente i know puente 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 it, it's not we're, we're basically saying the same thing <laughs> continue oh it doesn't even matter i'm just gonna say it however i feel like throughout this whole thing fair so yeah after this marriage she took over a three-story 16 bedroom care home in sacramento california you say 16 bedrooms 16 bedrooms Jesus fuck it's a big ass like facility almost she like i'll, I'll get into it her first mar- <sighs> Jesus Christ. Her fourth marriage was in 1976 to a man named Pedro Montalvo, who was reportedly a violent alcoholic. After only a few months, this marriage ended, and she began going to local bars to find older men receiving benefits. Yeah, that's right, girl. She began forging signatures on checks of these men, but was caught and charged with 34 counts of treasury fraud. (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of counts, girl. Yeah, it's a lot. While on probation, she continued to commit the very crime she was already in trouble for. <laughs> How do you get caught for 34? Like, I understand, like, doing 34. How do you get caught for all of them? Dude, I, I don't fucking know. Like, that I is, really like, some know. sloppy work right there. It's... <sighs> you are not covering your tracks. Yeah. So, yeah, she, like, rented that care home out or bought it or whatever the fuck. So, Dorothea was supposedly pretty popular among the local social workers because she took in, like, the tough cases... She wanted oh, to like Dorothy, you're so strong. Where is that from? You're so strong, Dorothea. <laughs> Dorothea. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine this how people talk to her. Okay, so most of her <laughs> tenants <coughs> at her care facility, quote unquote, were either addicts, mentally ill, or abusive people. Wait, oh, she's killing these people. Oh, I figured it out. Okay. I was it was gonna be a good reveal and you fucked it. It's fucked, Julian. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the teeth thing all over again. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> okay, berate me now. <laughs> you fucking big dumb idiot. Yep. Okay. That's that's all I got. <laughs> I gave you a lot more. But... I'm, I'm in like total relax mode right now. Like I have my feet up on Caleb. I'm like leaned all the way back, with my laptop in front of me, like my guts all out. Like don't even be giving a shit right now. What you looking at my gut for? What are you looking at my gut for? Okay, so these tenants were between the ages of 52 and 80 years old. So Dorothea would cash their social security checks for them. The first sign of something freaky deaky was the neighbors started to notice an elderly homeless, I wrote ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. An elderly homeless ma'am. Elderly homeless ma'am. Elderly homeless man, who was also an alcoholic known only as Chief. Didn't find out his real name, but we're going to continue to call him Chief. 
They were like, hey, why is that guy dead over there? And why is that lady right above him holding puppet strings and Dude, moving him around? if you look up pictures of her, her entire interrogation, you can find it on YouTube. This woman is evil. Oh, really? She's fucking evil. I've never heard of this chick. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Dorothea says she adopted this man as a handyman to help her around the care home. That's porn. She had him dig up her basement and cart away Oh, soil. that's porn. Dig up her basement? Come on. Come Cart on. Away soil and trash in a wheelbarrow. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. She also had Mr. Chief take down a garage she had in her backyard and oh. cover the ground with cement. Oh, soon, no. Soon after this, Sir Chief mysteriously disappeared. Rest in peace, Chief, because you probably did. Wait. Yeah. Oh, she. This is going to be these, insensitive. These people would just disappear. Did she, um, what are those bugs? Hmm? She praying mantis him? Black Widow him? Oh, wait, no, no, praying mantis. She, pra- she, she praying mantis him. Fucked him and ate his head off? I don't know if she fucked him. She might have. Everything you just said right now were euthanisms for sex. Take it as you will, bud. I, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said when she pegged him. Go on. <laughs> when she pegged him. This dude totally looks like he likes to be pegged. Totally. Shout out to someone that you know who I'm talking about, who I'm not going to say out loud. Continue. I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, we'll deliberate after. Huh. Still no idea. Blonde. Fat. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> In April 1982, a 61 61-year- Stop laughing. <laughs> a 61-year-old woman named Ruth Monroe. <laughs> Caleb. Knock it off. Why did you fucking have to tell me that? (laughs) Go on. Okay. So yeah, 61-year-old woman, Ruth Monroe, started staying with Dorothea in her upstairs apartment nearby the care home. So like Dorothea didn't actually like stay in the house. Like she just kind of like lived nearby it. She soon died of an overdose of codeine and Tylenol. Puente told police that Ruth was very depressed over her terminally ill husband and police ruled it out as a suicide. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Only a few weeks later, police were back, like at the care home, for a 74 year old man named Malcolm McKenzie, who accused Puente, Puente, excuse me, of drugging and robbing him. She was convicted of three counts of theft and sentenced to five years in prison. For drugging and robbing somebody, I feel like you need to get at least like. Wait, the same chick again? Dion Toop? What's her name? Deandra? Uh, Dion. Dorothea? Yeah, Celine Dion. Yeah. Ruth? She's in jail. How many times is she going to get caught without? Why isn't she right? in jail for life? Right? Dude, that's exactly <laughs> what I fucking this is, said. The story's been going on for uh, like 15 minutes and she's been in jail nine times? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So okay. she was sentenced to five years in prison. <laughs> During her time in prison. How much time does she have in her life? The fuck is going on? <laughs> How old is she now? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. During her time in prison, she started to communicate with a 77-year-old man named Everson Gilmuth. And yep, you guessed it. Of course, his name doesn't exist. Okay, number one, that's a fake name. And number two, he received benefits. Ah. Yeah. They They formed a close pen pal relationship. Puente was released in 1985 after only serving three years of her sentence. The day she was released, Everson was waiting for her in a 1980 red Ford pickup. Mm, Remember that's that. a fancy man. He is. He's a man of. He's a man of flavor. He's a man of breeze taste. 
<laughs> I'm mad at my taste. Gotta love it. 77 year old man. Gotta yeah, if he has a he has like a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth, that's a breeze man. <laughs> Got some chew on the other side. Ew. Go on. Their relationship took off and they began making wedding plans. They got a joint bank account and paid only six hundred a month for rent in her apartment in Sacramento. Blah blah blah. I wish. In November 1985, Puente hired a man to install some wood paneling in her apartment. She offered him a red Ford pickup in exchange for his labor. She stated it belonged to her boyfriend in LA, who didn't need it anymore. It don't. Because he did. <laughs> he needed it. <laughs> he did. Puente had asked this man to do one more thing. She asked him to build a box that was six feet by three feet by two feet. It's a lot of feet in there. It's a lot of feet. It's a b- bunch of feet, just like 11 feet up in there. So at least 11 feet. At least 11 feet. <laughs> she stated the box was for books and junk. She asked him if he can dump it off at a storage and he agreed. Puente went with him. On the way to the storage facility, she asked him to pull over and just dump this box near an unofficial dumping area near a riverbank. The man was confused and asked why, but she said the contents of the box were just junk. She said, you know, sometimes boxes got to go in places that normal boxes don't go, and that's what you call a dump box. (laughs) By the way, my name's Puente. (laughs) On January 1st, so this is like three months after that, a fisherman found the box sitting about three feet away from the river. He informed police, and inside they found a body of a badly decomposed elderly man who Mm. was probably her boyfriend. Mm. Meanwhile, Puente continued to collect Everson's pensions, which was the man found in the box. Ah. She even wrote letters to his family saying that the reason he wasn't contacting them was because he was very sick. Yeah, because he did. Very, Very dead. You done killed him. Yeah, like extremely dead. Puente Puente now had about 40 residents staying with her at her facility. She would get their mail before they could and only give them small portions of their own money. With what little money they had, they would go to nearby bars and blow, like, all of it. (laughs) I wonder if that thing on on a... Shut up. I think that thing on a... I wonder if that bit on Better Call Saul was based on this. It might have been. Probably. I I never watched Better Call Saul. It was failed. It was decent. They would then be picked up... (coughs) Ooh. I had something in my throat right there. They would then be picked up by police and jailed for 30 days after an anonymous tip. Who was the tip? That's what I was thinking. It's fucking Dorothy, dude. Because once they got sent to jail, she would like just pocket the rest of their fucking money. Dun, dun, dun. And like, uh, first of all, number one, who was the tip? Number two, what were these people doing wrong? Uh, They were old. They're old and drinking? What's the problem with that? That's it. I'm going to drink when I'm old. Most are. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, yeah. So, meanwhile, there was probation officers sent to the home since Dorothy wasn't supposed to be near the elderly (laughs) and not supposed to handle government checks, which she was doing a lot of. Yet no reports were ever made. None? None. Zero. Zero. Nada. She was, like, she had been in jail, for forging checks of the elderly and all this fucking shit. She wasn't supposed to handle any fucking type of check. And yet she's doing all of this in a home with like 40 plus people. I mean, rules is rules. <sighs> I guess. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. So on November 11th, 1988, <clears throat> police were on the search of an elderly man named Alvaro. Alvaro? 
Alvaro Montoya, a developmentally disabled schizophrenic whose social worker reported him missing. That's a man who should not be missing. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. That's a man who one. should be under constant surveillance. Yes. Upon their arrival to Puente's facility, they noticed some disturbed soil, Just, quote unquote. Oh, there was this poop on it. <laughs> That, that's disturbing. <laughs> that one uh, fucking screen grab. This is totally like unrelated. That one screen grab of uh, Ghost Adventures where there's like a dead pig and there's like a frog on top of the dead pig. Oh, yeah. And they're like, dead pig, frog on top of it. Can't be good. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's never a good sign, dude. Never a good sign. So when they like dig this, uh, dug the soil up, they found the body of one of the tenants, Leona Carpenter, age 78. Seven more bodies were eventually found, and Puente was charged with a total of nine murders. Where'd you say his bodies were found? In her yard. All the covering was cement, the removal of the garage. Everything was to hide these fucking bodies. Well, that's incriminating. Yeah. You can't just have bodies in your yard. Dude, if you look it up on YouTube, they have like mm. her legit like uh, interrogation. She's like, no, I didn't kill anyone. She's like, you can dig up the whole yard. You won't find anything. She's like, bitch, like, you know you're fucking lying. You put those people there. <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, those bodies in my yard, those weren't mine. I was just saving those for a friend. Fucking nine murders, dude. <laughs> I was just holding on to those Insane. for my butt. I didn't want him to get in trouble with his parents. Insane. And it sucks because I, I couldn't really kind of, like find the cause of death, but I can, I can pull up a list of all her victims. So, yeah. At first, Dorothy was not considered a suspect. They found these bodies in her yard, and they were like, ah, you know what? It's okay. She's an old lady. Whatever. Oh, that's... No. So, no. yeah, when they were there digging all these people up, she was allowed to leave the property. So oh. she left to grab a cup of coffee at a nearby hotel. Instead, after buying this coffee, she immediately dipped to L.A., <laughs> where she met an elderly pensioner <laughs> who she had met at a bar once. Is she a movie star she now? She was going to do this again, dude. Like, she was literally going to go kill somebody else for their fucking money. Her... Her train of thought fucking blows my mind. Her train of thought is, I'ma get that money. That's all it is for her. And this man immediately noticed her from police reports on TV and called the police. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, you're the one who's trying to kill me. That's <laughs> like, right. I shouldn't hang out with you. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not. No, get the fuck out of here. He's like, maybe you're not my friend. <laughs> the trial began on in October of 1992 and ended one year later. One of the prosecutors was John O'Mara. I hated typing this name because it was like a O apostrophe Mara. A dumb name. It's a dumb name. Any any and all names are dumb. That's how I feel. <laughs> Omara called over 130 witnesses to the stand. He argued that Dorothea would use sleeping pills to knock the victims out, then suffocate them. Then hire convicts to dig the holes in her yard. The defense called several witnesses who showed that Dorothea had a caring side to her. Where is she meeting convicts? She's just, like, going down the convict list. Well, She's like, well, here's she was, this one. She was very popular, like, among the social workers because she was always like, you know, who can I care for? Like, bring them over here. I'll steal all their money and then probably kill them and put them in my yard. Okay. And these people were like, okay, yeah, dope, dude, take them. Okay, fair. Yeah. So, yeah, they were trying to show, uh, like, the jury that she had a caring side to her. And they called, like, a shit ton of witnesses, including her long-lost daughter, the one that she sent, like, away. They testified how Dorothea had helped them when they were young and guided them to good careers. 
Mental health experts testified of her abusive upbringing and how it encouraged her to help the less fortunate. At the same time, though, they agreed that she also had an evil side (laughs) brought on by stress of helping these individuals. They were just like, yeah, she's a nice, caring lady, but she's got an evil side to her. Not like a bad side or an ugly side, just like... I was muted, just like... A <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened? Yeah, I was like, wait, what's going on? Just like a murderous, uh, villainous, uh, I'm gonna eat your head off side. Yep, pretty much. Okay. She's fucking insane. The jury deliberated for several days. They were set on seven to five for life. I don't know why I didn't write it five to seven. Seven to five? Seven to five? That's a work Years shift. to life? <laughs> that's like a, that's an early morning shift. Dude, I don't know. I've been having a rough fucking time these past few weeks, so... She was sent to Central California Women's Facility in Chowchilla, California. Not real. Oh, yeah. Chowchilla, home of the Chowchilla? great Chowchillas. Is that how it's pronounced? I don't fucking Chow-chilla. know. Chowchilla. Why the fuck would I know that? I don't know. It's spelled literally Chowchilla. Yeah, that's a food dish. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Stop saying these things. Chinchilla. Don't I don't know. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's fucking stupid. Nothing is ever real. Nothing. I don't, I don't know, man. For the rest of her life, she still claimed she was innocent and stating her tenants had died of natural causes. Okay, if they had died of natural causes, why did you bury them in your fucking yard? Well, sometimes... I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, there's no answer to that. There's no fucking excuse for that. There's no excuse. Call somebody. I'm not going to lie. I tried to give you something. I don't have anything. I don't. I tried to say sometimes you want to be close to your friends. That's not a that's not a thing. No, that's and even still you would be in prison for that. Have you seen that video of that person that had like that corpse in their backyard? They yeah, were like, I showed you that video. Oh, you showed me that? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. I showed you that video. Why he, did he, what was it? His granddaughter his wife? It was his grandma. His, oh, okay, okay. It yeah. was his grandma and they were like He uh, was like making out with it and shit. The shit was weird. That was very strange. He was like a and what's more strange about it is he was a deaf DJ. This is totally off topic. A what? A deaf DJ. Like literally, that was his occupation? Yes. Well, how do you know this information? From, because how did you get the, that from the YouTube video? When the video starts, he says it. Why is that a piece of information that you need to make apparent when you're showcasing your dead grandma that you're making out with? Look at the contents of the video. Yeah, maybe if Why you're making out with... Why wouldn't he say it? He's fucking weird. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. But yeah, he's like... They were, like, excavating his grandma's shit. I don't know. Just, like, a dead grandma in backyard. Whatever. Anyways, she died in prison March 27th, 2011, at the age of 82 from natural causes. Yeah. Period. Anyways. Dead ladies. Let me uh, let me pull up her victim list really quick. So, the first one would be Everest Gilmouth. Gilmouth? Whatever. Her ex-boyfriend with Gil the red Ford pickup. Gill in mouth. Gill's in my mouth. I don't want them there. Get them out, please. No, you can have them there, because then you could breathe out of water. In your mouth. I don't think that's how it works. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) First one, uh, Ruth Monroe. She was 61 years old. Second, uh, that was, uh, sorry, Alvaro Montoya, 51. And then we have Dorothy Miller, 64. Benjamin Fink, 55. Betty Palmer, 78. James Gallup, 62. Vera Faye Martin, 64. So yeah, that sucks for all the tenants and 
it's just it's just fucking crazy to me. Like, you guys really have to go watch the her interrogation video. Just look up Dorothea Puente interrogation. It's like forty minutes long. It's the like legit interrogation. It's insane. She's like, dig up the yard. Like, I don't care, dude. You know what they're going to find, and you know it. Like, just stop. Well, that's how you play it off. You're like, those were my bodies. <laughs> those were there when I moved in. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you play it off, dude. You just deny. Deny, deny, deny. And that's exactly what she did until the day she died. And you just got to say, when they're like, uh, no, these we found out that these bones, they're after you moved in. And then she's like, yeah, because you planted them. It's you know what's so crazy to me how like money driven she was. Like it was all for money. And she made enough money like to live off of just having the 40 tenants in her care. Like HH Holmes had a murder mansion just to make money. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's fucking crazy to me that some people are so like will literally kill for money, dude. Like it's a drug to them. That is fucking crazy to me. I I can never understand it. The green dirty paper rules the fuzzy pink thing. So that was the a brain. short episode, guys. Uh, like I said, been through a lot of shit this week. Tried to do my best. Sorry if you hate it. If you hate it, let me know. I will cry about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Fair so, enough. So thank you for listening, guys. Um, if you like this episode or you like other episodes, go ahead and tell a friend. And also, we have a brand new website. And I announced in the last episode, but Brie wasn't here, so I don't know how many of you listen to that. But there's a brand new website, and we have merch on there. There's hats. There's uh, a shirt with our podcast cover logo. There's a shirt with a variation of the cover logo. It's kind of like a Halloween thing with Brie as a mummy and me as a werewolf. Brie chose to be a mummy. She wanted to be covered. I am a werewolf. And there's also I just think mummies are cool. Yeah, and there's also a background <laughs> on that, and I guess I didn't make like a, a really official announcement on this because I wasn't planning on uh, launching the website when I did, but with the whole coronavirus thing and everyone being inside, I figured it was probably a good time to launch it. So pretty much um, with the launch of that, I don't know how many of you have noticed, but there is a shirt that uh, has a back print, and the back print says, Horror Soup, a horror movie and true crime podcast. And that's because we have officially decided to rebrand ourselves, and we are not only just a horror movie podcast now, as we said previously. We now are a horror movie and true crime podcast, so we will be giving you... Yeah, and definitely. We will be giving you horror movies and true crime weekly, or, you know, if it ever changes. It's going to be a mix of horror movies and true crime, so, you know, maybe sometime down the line it'll be like a variation one-a-week thing if we do, like, bigger cases or shit like that. I don't know what the future's going to hold, but true crime will be in it. As of now, it is an official thing. Uh, we pretty much decided, we said multiple times before that we weren't going to do that. It was going to be like a maybe thing until we could, you know, maybe make another podcast or something. But every, we got a lot of feedback from a lot of fans. A lot of people have said that they look at horror soup as like just a soup of fucking everything horror, you know, true crime, that. horror movies, everything. And we talked about it and we agree and we like that. So we're going to keep doing it. So, Love welcome it. to The New Horror Soup, a horror movie and true crime podcast. I think by the time this episode comes out, I'll probably fix that up on Spotify and iTunes and all nice. that. So, go ahead and check that out, guys. New merch on there, hats, shirts, cool stuff. We'll keep updating that, work on new merch, work on new stuff, all that good stuff. Um, and if you guys want to find us on social media, or if you want to find that website, I guess I didn't say that, uh, horsesoupsucks.com www.horsesoupsucks.com H-O-R-R-O-R-S-O-U-P-S-U-C-K-S.com Wow, that was very fast. Thank you. And if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Horsu Podcast. That is H-O-R-R-O-R-S-O-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. 
for you, Brie. Oh my God. Um, you can also find us on Facebook do not there. Ask you can me f- to do that because I cannot. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube at Horror Soup. Um, you can find me on Letterboxd at Horror Soup Caleb. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Horror Soup. And if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, leave us a five star, leave us a review, send us an email with a screenshot of it and say stickers or review or something of the sort. And I will send you a bunch of stickers. And I think that is all the plugs. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Horror Soup, a horror movie and true crime podcast. I'm Caleb. Woo, I'm Brie. Goodbye. Hello? (laughs) Mom, is that you? That's not how you end a podcast.